Hello, and welcome back to the Hairstylist Rising podcast. Today, my guest, Tracy Jasmine, who is a photographer-turned-business coach, is diving into what it really looks like to manifest your dream career in real time and how the mindset that we adopt and the thoughts that we have in our day-to-day lives can really affect the way that we show up and the way that we operate both in our businesses and also in our lives. Now, this is definitely a different kind of manifestation conversation because we're diving into the science behind it and really removing a lot of the mystery and fluff from the conversation. I'm so excited to dive into this because as I've said many times on the podcast, the way that you think about who you are, how you show up, and the way that you operate in your business is going to be one of the most important things that you can do in terms of building the career and life that you want. So let's get into today's episode. This is an important one that all of you should listen to. I cannot wait to hear your thoughts on this episode. So when you're done listening, send me a DM over on Instagram at It's Jody Brown, and let's get into it. You're listening to the Hairstylist Rising podcast. Here, we talk about creating a career you love. We go deep into mindset, marketing, business, and life as a hairstylist. I'm your host, Jody Brown, a hairstylist veteran turned branding and marketing mentor for ambitious, inspired beauty pros like you. On this podcast, we share the real stories of leaders within the beauty industry and actionable trainings that leave you with the tools and guidance that will inspire you to build your best life as a hairstylist. From branding, business, and marketing to mindset, life, and finding fulfillment, no topic is off limits here. Get ready to be educated and inspired. This is the Hairstylist Rising Podcast. I am joined by my guest, Tracy Jasmine. Thank you for being here. I'm so excited. This is our first like deep dive. Yes, it is. So Tracy and I know each other through our mutual friend, um, Nicole, who is an incredible brand photographer and she is a human design aficionado. She is also my retreat co-host and you actually know Nicole through, you were in the same career space for a while, right? So before we get into today's conversation and topic, can you give us a little bit of a rundown on your story and what you do now? So I first started my career actually in like newborn photography and like I would do anything. If you had a heartbeat, I would take your photo. And I moved into weddings as I started to understand and learn that I loved that the most. And I really started to let myself be guided by my intuition. I was feeling drawn to this, so then I would make it a thing. And so I did weddings in Ontario for three years, I think now. And then I moved to Alberta in 2016. And when I moved here, I was still doing weddings, but I kept getting this nudge that I wanted to take photos of entrepreneurs. And so I reached out to an interior designer in the city. And she was a blogger as well as an interior designer. And she asked me at a time, like, hey, would you take all the photos for my blog? And I was like, sure, what do we call this? And so it was called, we called it lifestyle photography to begin with. And then I joke that I swear we coined a phrase brand photography. And so we ended up doing all these photos for her blog and I became absolutely obsessed with this. So I started moving into brand photography more, did that for, I think another three years, like this like three number just coming through in my business all the time. 
And I started working with all of these female entrepreneurs who were going through the exact same things that I'd also went through as an entrepreneur. So not trusting yourself, not believing in yourself, having all those like fear, doubts, and worries, and you're trying to expand and grow and the what ifs. And I would naturally just be able to help them. And we chat about it and I'd give them some wisdom. And there's just like the moment where you're talking to the right person at the right time and they give you just that one little nugget of wisdom or like something that you need and you have that ability to move forward and believe in yourself. And then you take the sleep and then I'd have them DM me on Instagram. We connect after and be like, oh my gosh, like I did what you said or I took your advice or did this and now look what's happening. And it was in one of those moments that I was thinking to myself, I think I'm supposed to be a business coach. And then my mind went down the road like everybody else's. How the F do you do that? (laughs) That's always the golden question. (laughs) Yeah, right. I'm like, so what does that even look like? Like, how do you become one of those? I don't even, I have no concept of what this looks like. And then I went down on like that research phase. What could that look like? What could this be? What do I want to coach people on? And it was always mindset. Since I was 17, the day I moved out, I started into the book, The Secret, which then dove me into all of these other concepts around manifestation and mindset and quantum physics and the psychology behind our brain, all of it. And so that's always been something I've absolutely loved. And clearly that's what I was helping all of these women do. Okay, I think I'm going to go into the world of mindset. And then obviously what we're trying to do is manifest. We're trying to create the lives we desire. And so it was from like this whole journey, starting in wedding photography to get now to being a business coach for female entrepreneurs around mindset and manifestation. It's been a wild journey to say the least, but, and what I never, ever thought I'd be on. If you told me when I was like, you're going to be like a business mindset coach. I'd be like, you are insane. But I'm saying like, how? Again, how? Yeah. And you can't, I feel like it's difficult to grasp the concept before you're in it. And it's every level of your career, every piece of the puzzle comes together and that's how you get to. So sometimes when you're looking back, like there's no way you could have predicted it because there's no way that you could have seen the evolution along the way. Question, had you worked with a business coach at the point where you decided this was something that you wanted to do? Had you been in that world so I hadn't been in that world, but again, as these things happen, you could never imagine it. I shared a post around reading the book, You Are a Badass by Jensen Sarah. Mm. So the cute photo on the bed, edited it, did all the things. And I don't know if it was the hashtag, I can assume so, that this coach ended up in my DMs and her name was Sophie. And her and I got chatting and she was a coach for coaches. So she was helping coaches become launch their programs, do their things. And she said, I feel really hold to you. I love this post that you just shared, yada, yada. And it just felt, thank you. Yes, great. This is literally what I was looking for. So we got on a call. We had great energy and connection. She was really good at calling me out, which I'm, that's what I need. Someone who can see my blind spots and then almost get you like that, like that annoying. Oh, yeah. I don't need to hear that right now. Lucy was really good at doing that and getting my like feathers ruffled. And so we worked together. She helped me understand and learn how to build out a group coaching program. And then also gave us a little bit of the more knowledge around like your subconscious mind and the psychology, neuro-linguistics, all of that kind of stuff. And then I got really into that. And then from there, I went and did my certification in neuro-linguistics. 
I love that. Anyone who's listening to the podcast right now is probably chuckling to themselves a little bit because the fact that part of your story started with that particular book, I credit that Jensen Cheryl book to literally changing everything for me. And I it like five years prior to reading it. So I bought it because that was, I think when it had come out and there was a lot of buzz around it when it had first come out. So I think I bought it at that time and I opened the first page, literally rolled my eyes. and was like, this is bullshit and put it away. And I was like, that's it. I'm not open to this. There's no way some universal force going to hand me money, whatever. I was so closed off. And then I just proceeded to stay miserable for the next five years <laughs> until this one day. I don't remember what it was, but I think I just finished a book and I was like, it was winter here in Canada. It's very cold. So I was like, I'm going to go take a bath. And I just, for whatever reason, gravitated towards this book and I pulled it off my bookshelf and I read it in two days, maybe, if that. And that point forward, like my entire life changed. So I think that's really cool that there's that common thread when it comes to sometimes it is like one book or one conversation or one little mindset shift that can really be the trajectory changer that can basically transform your entire life. Yeah, absolutely. And it's so interesting to if I backtrack even farther, this is hilarious, like a hilarious part of my story now. But in the moment, again, I was very, I said, there's were ruffled. <laughs> I, when I was 22, when I started my business and I was still working for investors group, because at that time I wanted to be a financial advisor, investor, planner, and I was sending out resumes on my work computer because I didn't give a flying S and I really wanted out of my job. I was really unhappy and I didn't understand why. I didn't understand what was going on. This is everything that I wanted. You literally, I literally had it all handed to me on a silver platter and I was miserable. And so my boss ended up calling me into his office and he's, first of all, you're fired because I see you. (laughs) And I'm like, okay. Yeah, got it. What I was asking for. And then- he said, and by the way, you need to go be a photographer. Really? And I was like, where is that coming from? This makes no sense to me. He's like, Tracy, you eat, sleep, and breathe photography. Like on your lunch break, you're editing photos. Right. After work, you're taking photos. On the weekend, you're taking photos and editing the photos. I see you. You're mm-hmm. on Instagram. You're doing things. You're on your Facebook page. You back then, <laughs> thing. and uh, he's you need to go be a photographer. And I was like, Jerry, thanks, but no thanks. You can't make money being yeah. a, you can't. It's impossible. Wow. What these hundred dollar shoots are going to get me somewhere? And he was like, not without mindset, you can't. Wow, and it's one of those moments that I come back to so often. I'm now a business mindset coach. Wow. And how cool is that? That the guy who was firing you to be like, by the way, yeah, this is something you don't see. Pulling in human design a little bit, because I know that you and I are both projectors, right? I don't know if you ever feel this, but our superpower essentially is that being able to zoom out, take that bird's eye view, everything else in the world. I find it very difficult though, for my own self sometimes. And it really requires getting intentional. And I think exactly what you said Sometimes for me, it's someone will just call something out and be like, but why are you doing this? This makes no sense. What, like, this is not. And then I'm like, oh, and it's that shift. And I find it so frustrating. So I'm like, I love having this superpower that allows me to zoom out and see things 
so clearly for everyone else's business. Yeah. (laughs) When it comes to even things like in personal life where I'm like, I'm making this so hard and it doesn't have to be hard, but I'm making it hard. So I'm curious, have you experienced those moments as a projector yourself? Absolutely. All the time and always from other projectors. If I had to pin Jerry's human design, I'd be like, yeah. You're probably a projector. But yeah. I've worked with many projectors in my coaching business, coaching them, and it never fails. They always end up seeing me. They'll always end up finding little pieces in my own coaching business. Like, what about this? How about mm-hmm. this? You're not seeing this. This could be different. This could be better. And it's so beautiful because they just do it so naturally. But Jerry was probably that biggest moment in my life when he was like, what is happening here? Yeah, like, I love that. <laughs> and my boyfriend's also a projector. And it's been so cool when someone can see you in your power and be like, what the frick are you talking about? Or like you said, like, this makes no sense. What are you doing here? Yeah, it's so true. Like, I think that's the case for so many of us, right? Like when you know something or when you're innately gifted with something, you take it for granted. And so you don't, it's really difficult to just recognize your own power because it's just something that's within you. It's just something that's you and it can be really hard. And I find this like with my clients, my team, same thing. It's There's so many things that you're like, you just go through the motions sometimes. I think particularly when you're not in a space. And I know for me, like the personal development journey has been very much a journey. And it's not like something that you ever check off or finish doing. And so I think sometimes I I was talking about this in a conversation. You think one day you're just going to wake up enlightened, like everything's now, everything's great. And in reality, it's something that you keep doing. And so I think surrounding yourself with people that can see you and putting yourself like making it so structuring your business. For me, that means having a team. Like that has been the thing that I have found that has really made things work a lot better for me. But whatever that looks like for each of us, I think that it's important to curate your business in a way that makes you feel supported or your personal life and makes you feel seen. Absolutely. And I think there's an even like earlier stage in that, that we look to all of these other people to see us, to recognize us. And at the end of the day, like the person who has to see and recognize you first is you. Yes. Yes. Like, you know, it's like, oh, when they see me, then I can. Oh, they pointed that out. Now I'm allowed to. Now I have the permission to. Now I feel confident to. Right. It's like, you've got to recognize you. You have to own the value you're bringing to the table. You have to be able to sit down and recognize yourself. And sometimes, yeah, it is hard, especially as a projector. When you're seeing everybody, everybody else. It's hard to see yourself, but it's so possible. Like this is an exercise that exercise I've been doing lately. It's really being conscious and aware when someone pulls out the gold in me and then writing that down. Because again, what you, what is your superpower? You probably don't even know because like you said, it's so innate. It's just like who you are. It's just what you do. And which is so cool and so beautiful. But if we don't see that, it gets really hard to show up, especially in the busy online space. All of them are probably oversaturated in our minds, right? It's really hard to show up when you're not like able to see, here's what I bring to the table. Here's my gift. Here's what I do differently. Here's who I am. 
I love that so much. And I want to underscore and pull out something that you just said there, because it is <laughs> the fact that you mentioned that all of us are our skills like we all feel like what we do isn't unique. We all feel like what we do is oversaturated, quote unquote. And even bringing it back to the hair world, which the majority of my listeners are behind the chair stylists, a lot of educators, coaches as well. But in the hair space, I want to give an example of this because one of the niches that I think is so incredible is the curly hair niche because it is such a specialized, there's a lot of stylists that I work with that are curly hair specialists that are curl coaches, all of the things for their clients. And one of the things that was so funny is I posted something about, I can't even remember what it was, but in the comments, there was a couple clients that were chiming in. So like people who got their hair done. And one of them said, hey, this is super random, but can you recommend a curl specialist in Tampa? I think it was. And she, if you know of anyone or anyone sees this in the comments, like I'm really looking for someone, it doesn't seem like there's anyone in my area that specializes in curl. This is funny because I personally, off the top of my head, can think of three curl specialists in that area, like literally off the top of my head. One of my, one of my colleagues lives in Tampa and her, she was a curl specialist. So she had a couple people that I had started following and I was like, literally, I can think of these people. So it was like very small world. In the next 20 minutes, I hopped on a call into my in my group coaching program. And one of the stylists in there is a curl specialist. And she was like, I just feel like there's so many of us. Is there even a point in like marketing myself as a specialized niche? Because there's so many curl specialists now and all this stuff. And I was like, this is hilarious because this kind of stuff happens all the time, but rarely does it happen that close together. So I literally was telling her the story. I'm like, go look at my Instagram feed right now because you might feel like it's oversaturated, but the people that need you do not. And if you don't show up and you don't consistently communicate your gifts and show up for yourself, the people that need you are never going to find you. So it's like these limiting thoughts, you know, I thought at the beginning, there's, there's so many Instagram coaches, which is how I started. Um, yeah. And there's so many, you know, people who are teaching hairstylists how to use social media. And had I let that stop me, I never would have had the career evolution that I have now. And I never would have been able to work with so many of the stylists who I've been able to help. So I think it's really important to recognize the things like oversaturation and the things that we label ourselves with as they're just thoughts. They're not reality. And you can have doubts and you can have fears. And I think everyone does. The most successful people I know have doubts and fears, but they just do it anyway. And then they just allow their purpose to overcome that imposter syndrome and that fear. Yeah, I agree. It's like you have to learn how to manage the fear, doubt, and worry, because it's not going away. No, never. Again, like you said, there's we perceive that there's this moment that we're going to be so enlightened and so over it. We're not going to have any more fear, doubt, and worry. And I can't wait to like it's that moment where I never fear the girlfriend. That's never going to be a reality for you because you're a badass and you're always going to be setting another freaking goal for yourself. Mm -hmm. And every time you set a goal, you have to leave the comfort zone. Yeah. Every time you leave the comfort zone, guess where you're going? See you. Yeah, absolutely. If you're not feeling fear, it's not big enough. You have to go out into the unknown. And when you leave the unknown, your brain is literally there to keep you safe. And it's, whoa, it's not safe out there. We don't know what could happen. 
You have to feel fear. It is a part of the process. It's a part of manifestation. Yeah. I'm so glad you said that because that's actually where I wanted to pivot to next because there is always so much conversation. I think like manifestation, while it is not remotely a new concept, the, the book that I'm currently reading was literally written in like 1930. It doesn't call it manifestation, but that's absolutely what the entire book is about. And so it's not a new concept, but I think it is like a newer conversation in the greater realm, right? So like in the public space, especially in the beauty industry, I don't think anyone was really talking about manifestation. Like maybe some people were like 10 years ago, even it was a relatively new term for me when I started my personal development journey. And so I would love to have you speak a little bit on what does manifestation actually mean? What is the actual purpose? Because I think sometimes we think manifestation is like an act almost. And so I'd love, and it could be like, I'm literally asking you for your opinion, but what does that mean to you? And what does it mean to the people that you work with? So in my opinion, manifestation isn't about getting, right? It's I'm manifesting this. No, you're so focused on getting the thing. Mm-hmm. You don't understand that manifestation is about becoming. It's about becoming the woman who has the thing. It's about feeling the feelings to bring the thing to you. Mm-hmm. But so often we're like, I want more money. I want more clients. I want more of this. I want more of that. Who do you need to be? Because who you're being is clearly not in alignment with those things or you'd have them. End of story. And it's about the thoughts you're thinking about yourself, your inner dialogue, those stories, those fears, those worries, those doubts, managing and navigating those so that they are empowering you, right? If you wake up every morning, you think you're not good enough. What do you, what action are you going to take from that? Who are you being in that moment? Yes, we need to process all of our emotions before we try to flip around our mindset, right? But what thoughts are you choosing every morning? What beliefs are you believing about yourself every morning? And is it easy? No, but it's a choice. It's a decision to start being a person who has those things. And then the things come, right? But we've got it freaking backwards. We're like, right. if I do this and I'll have that, then I'll be her. Right? Mm-hmm. You have to be her because then you start being her and thinking like her and believing like her and feeling the way she would feel before the thing happens. You just start to do those things. You just right. start to naturally start to do this, right? If I want to be this woman, I got to show up in this way. I got to think like this. I got to believe in myself in this way. I have to yeah. support others in this way. And then guess what? The things you desire to have end up manifesting. And this is when people are like, oh my God, like you wouldn't believe it. And I'm like, yeah, I would believe it because I see you. I see right. what you've been doing to get yourself there. You've been choosing the thoughts, beliefs, feelings, and actions that align with the woman who has that. Right. I love this so much because basically what you're describing is an identity shift, which then is going to shape the actions that you take, the way that you show up in the world and just your beliefs in general. I think that's one of the biggest, most eye-opening things for me over the past decade is how deeply beliefs are ingrained, right? And it's it's so funny because I can obviously, I'm turning 35 in October and I can remember 
thinking back to that person at 25, that's when I had my son. And so I remember some of the things and I literally, I believed to my core that there was like a ceiling. I just, and it wasn't that I was consciously having this belief because I've always been someone who was very ambitious. I've always, but, and when I think about it, I kept my dreams realistic, quote unquote, right? So I was always a dreamer and I was always like thinking about the thing, but the way the thoughts that I have now, and even what I built now would have felt so foreign to that girl, that 25-year-old girl who was just just trying to figure things out. And it's so interesting that when you do consciously choose, you do start to become someone else and step into that future version. Like we always hear future self, right? But if you look back, you know, you've already overcome things that you thought were impossible. And I think that's for me, like finding that evidence of like, If you would have told me that I did that five years ago, I would have been like, yeah, right. There's absolutely no way. And so I found that to be really helpful for me. It's like looking at evidence of things that I'd done that I did think were impossible ones. And it really does start to shift your mindset around what you can achieve. Yeah, absolutely. And that is, that is psychology 101, right? Like in order to break a neural pathway, which is a belief in English, Right. Like you got these little neurons talking to each other back and forth and you don't even realize it. You don't even know where this came from until you dig into it, of course. And then you look and you're like, oh, my gosh, like I broke that and I broke that pathway and I broke that pathway and I like overcame that belief and that belief. And I fully believe that your self-perception dictates your success. Like whatever you think about yourself is what you will achieve. Look at me when Jerry said not with that mindset. And I'm like, you can't make money being a photographer. I've made multi-six figures photographer now. Past yes. me, sitting in that chair, being fired in that moment would have been so jealous and angry with yeah. her and me. She would have looked at me with this must be nice. Yes. Her ego would have just been just mm-hmm. like 110%. And yeah, how did you do that? I don't even think that's possible. And I just would have been so stuck in this victim mentality my ego would have just been like clouding my whole vision yeah even though I'm too the dreamer yeah that's such a that's such a great perspective on that and I think when it comes to the whole manifestation conversation have you had people say things like because I think that we're under the impression that this is all like when it's called like new age or whatever like the new way like mentality or like the woo way of thinking but even people like Einstein like how long ago said problems cannot be solved with the same thinking that was used when they were created. And like the power of mindset and thinking, and there are so many like concepts that are, it is manifestation. It is that mindset work. And so that's something that I really want to bring to our industry and the podcast, because I think it's very easy for people to be like, you know, that's bullshit. Like that's really, I think what a lot of, it comes up for people like, I just don't believe in it. I don't think it's true. And I know that you really have a science backed approach as well. So I'd love to hear a little bit more about that in terms of for anyone who is feeling a little skeptical on the whole manifestation thing. I was, first of all, I was you. If you're listening to this and you are super skeptical about all of it, we are one and the same. Mm-hmm. That was me. That was me when I started reading the book, The Secret. And I was like, it was like, ask, believe, receive. And I was like, 
So I'm just going to ask her to sing, believe it, air mm-hmm. quote, and then is this going to happen? <laughs> I'm like, not a fucking chance. This, again, this is way too out there. This is such a big way of thinking. There's no, like when you're first starting in the mindset world, you cannot grasp concepts that are that big. This is way too far-fetched. Do I understand that notion now? Yes. Is it helpful? I don't think so. It's just, it's too broad. So then the psychology that comes behind it is the thoughts that we're thinking, the beliefs that we're believing, the emotions that we're feeling, all of those things are past experiences, the decisions we've made about ourselves, our self-perception, what people say about us, whether we take that as truth, not truth. All of these stories, these narratives, these happenings, these experiences, these situations, scenarios, they dictate every action that we take. Every action that we take creates a reality, right? So if someone told you, you're not going to be good enough, you're not going to do that, that's how are you ever going to do that? Who do you think you are to do that? And you take that on as truth. When you want to take a leap in your business, what that's going to come up? Who are you to do that? Who do you think you are? You're not going to be able to do that. Why would you even bother? Why would you even try? Nobody's going to buy from you. Nobody's going to want to work with you. So then what do you do? You don't take the leap. You don't take the risk because you don't believe in yourself. So then what reality did you just create? The exact same one that you already have. That's such a good point. Like it's so simplified. Yeah. I hear that all the time, actually. Even things like my clients will never go for that. My clients will never pay that. My clients will never do this. Even something as simple as I've heard people do it with something like adding online booking as a hairstylist. And it's like all of these stories, like it seems like such a simple decision, but then all of these stories like come up and it's, oh no, like my clients will. And I have this every time, like I move salons and I would definitely think I'm going to lose all my clients. No one's going to follow me. Am I actually that good that they're going to drive six minutes out of their way? Spoiler alert, they all did. (laughs) I think I lost three clients when I have, when I'm speaking about that move, but I think it's so important to zoom out and like you said, just recognize it for what it is. Even if you look at something which is like a very widely accepted phenomenon, like the placebo effect, that is literally proof that your thoughts have way more power than you think that they do. Exactly. 110%. How many times have you taken oh my gosh, like any like natural vitamin supplement. You're like, oh my gosh, do you not, I actually feel better already. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All of that. And even too, as much as it is a placebo effect, I have so many clients who they make the decision to invest and work together. I'm like, oh my gosh, all of a sudden it's already happening. Blah, blah, blah. Oh my gosh. It's, it's like, it's just that like energy. That's just that belief that something is going to change once they make this investment. Yeah. And something does. Yeah. It's like, so true. It's insane what can happen so quickly, but it's also, you know, the other end of the spectrum where it can take months to manifest and move through something, right? Depending how deeply rooted everything is for you. Like that's so layer after layer. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, it probably very much depends. So like when you work with people as a manifestation coach, like what is your... I'm going to ask you to peel back the current a little bit. What does that look like? Do you have, do you ever have people come to you who are like, I assume as a manifestation coach, and again, this is me assuming, so please correct me, that when people come to work with you, they're open, but are they usually already in the flow of manifestation? Like how does that journey typically begin? Because I think sometimes it's hard for me because it's a very slow process for me. 
in terms of like personal development to shift my mindset. And to, there is a difference between, I think at the beginning, just like being open to actually truly like believing and which happens, I think when you see the evidence, because like the, it's a lot to unpack. It's a lot to undo. So I guess what I'm really asking is like, how do you start manifesting what you yeah. want? It depends again, like you said, like where are you at? Where are you coming from? Do you believe in it? If you don't believe in it, the first step is to be open to believing it and try with little tiny things, right? But it's okay. I'm going to manifest free coffee today when I go to the Starbucks, when I, I'm going to manifest free coffee this week, whatever it is. But then it, immediately your head, yeah, that's probably not going to happen. You just counteracted all of that. And so some clients come in and they are very highly aware of what is keeping them stuck. They know where that is coming from ish, if we dig deep. And then we work together to actually move through that. We're actually changing. We're actually moving through. We're changing your behavior so that you can take different actions, of course, to create that new reality. And then there's people who come in who want to believe in manifestation, right? Who want to be open to it, but they lean more to the science side. So they're not in the woo world. And so when we bring in the woo concepts, it's very small very short, very sweet. And there's people that I work with who aren't spiritual at all, who are atheists. And they have absolutely no belief in the universe, God, any higher power, any of it. We still help them. Really? Because they believe in energy. Just same damn thing. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> the word, I think that's the thing, right? Is It means something different for everyone. and But at the end of the day, it's all very much... It is all very much one and it's very much the same thing. It's, and again, like I love how you said it's about who you're becoming because if you don't believe, even something like the online education space, like until you see an example of it, you don't even know that's an option. To this day, half the people I know, probably more than half the people I know, literally have no idea what I do. What if my brother in law, so I've been married to my husband for. 10 years. I've been with my husband for 10 years. I've known his brother for five years longer than that. So we were friends before. And I've been in this business full time for four years now. And literally a month ago, I was like, so do you, is it like Monat or whatever that you do? And I was like, what? Amazing. Like what? It's so like opposite. And so it's really funny because, but it just highlighted and underscored, oh, okay, so if you're not in, if you don't have experience or openness within a certain world or industry or whatever, you literally just have no idea about it. You would never even think that it exists. And it just was like a funny reminder that not, it, that's I think why manifestation and why mindset work is so powerful because it just shows you what's possible. And I think that's like a big part of it for me. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Like your whole life is a catalog. Yeah. So if someone's listening and they're in that skeptic realm, like what are some tangible things or even let's hit it from both angles. So if they're in that skeptic realm or if they're very much like open, excited, believe in the idea of manifestation and all of the things, what are some tangible actions that you can take to start opening your mind and and start changing things in your life. If you're not exactly where you want to be, where can you start? What actions can you take no matter which side of that fence that you sit on? 
Yeah. So I would remove like all the words, right? So language is so important to us as human beings, right? So for me personally, I do not resonate with the word family. Mm. I do not want that word at all. Right. And so <clears throat> even with like human design, right? We have like for projectors, it is very much success and bitterness resentment, right? Fulfillment, mm-hmm. satisfaction, and then frustration for generators, right? But these words matter to us. So I just want you to delete all the words like manifestation, magic, woo, whatever it is, right? I just want you to delete everything. All I want you to focus on is are the actions you're taking today going to move you closer to what you desire? Yes mm-hmm. or no? Did that thought get you closer to where you want to be? Yes or no? Did that feeling get you closer to where you want to be? Yes or no? Did that perception of this event that happened get you closer to where you want to be? So for example, a client, no shows. Where is your mind going? What mm-hmm. is it thinking? Is it thinking, oh, screw this girl and nah, 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 and are you angry? How you resentful? Are you bitter? Maybe you're a projector. How could you feel successful? This is creating space for you to do something in the back end, send a few emails, book another client, show up on Instagram, do a funny reel. Like you can, your mind can go in either direction. It's either an opportunity or this is a problem. Yes. So are you seeing all these challenges that you're perceiving as challenges and opportunities to be the woman you want to be, has the things you desire, or are you staying small? Are you staying limited? Are you staying stuck in those stories of your old perception, your old conditioning, your old programming, right? right? Every event that happens in your life is neutral because what happens to you, what happens to me, we're going to perceive it as completely different. Of course. Yeah. Because it's all based on what we've been through, our beliefs, thoughts, our current mindset, our current belief system. And so that's why shifting and changing that is so important so that when an event happens, like a client goes to you, you're like, oh, that's unnerving. But I'm like grateful I have that three hours of space now in my day. And I am going to start implementing uh, a no-show fee because I'm really tired of this and I'm going to set that boundary. Both of those actions are you showing up probably as the woman that you want to be. And that's how we manifest. When we're up in those higher levels, you're manifesting at all levels, but we really don't want to manifest at the level of fear, doubt, and worry. It's not going to bring in what we want. So focusing on more fear, doubt, worry. Is is that thought getting you there? Is that feeling getting you there? Is that belief that you just signed by yourself getting you there? Because those are dictating your actions. And so being aware of those things and then choosing to act in a way that would be within alignment to get you where you want to go to be the woman you want to be because you can have a thought that says tracy you suck why would you ever think about launching a retreat and then i can choose to act differently i can choose to then go and book the retreat space and say you know what little egoic thought you can just beat it and take the high road so that's the place that i'm start as the only place i'm start that's really truly what I teach all my clients to do. There is trust. There is so much more that goes behind it. And at the end of the day, are your thoughts, beliefs, and actions in alignment with who you want to be? I love that. I think your whole life changes once you can start looking for possibilities instead of problems. Where can my listeners go to connect with you and find out more about you? Absolutely. Come find me on Instagram. It's my favorite place to hang out. I love being there. I love sharing my life on there as well, of course, as all the business things. My handle is at Tracy.Jasmine. So T-R-A-C-E-Y. Thanks mom and dad for making that hard. And Jasmine is J-A-Z-M-I-N also. Yeah. (laughs) Give us these names that we're never going to be on a little keychain. That's my 
I am also a Jody with an IE and like there's always Jody with an I and Jody with a Y and two people in my entire life have guessed it right the first time. So I totally feel you there. <laughs> you can find me hanging out there all the time and I hope to get to meet you so soon. Please come say hi. And you do, I've seen that you do work with some stylists and salon owners and all of these, like in all of our creative industries. Yeah. All of this advice I think applies regardless of your, if you're a human, you can learn from this. <laughs> That's personally the only qualification. So thanks again, Tracy. This was so much fun. Thank you so much for listening in to another episode of the Hairstylist Rising podcast. If you haven't already, make sure you like, subscribe, and leave us a review. Be sure to check out our show notes for all of the links mentioned in today's episode. And if you want to get in touch with me and let me know what you're thinking, what you'd like to see on the podcast, or just share your favorite episode, send me a DM over on Instagram, either at Hairstylist Rising or at It's Jody Brown. I am so excited to see you back here, same place, same time next week. And until then, I am Jody Brown. I am your host and I'm signing off now. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast and we'll see you next week.